Welcome to The Good Life with Dr. Danny, a program of Danny Yamashiro Ministries and Formation Institute. Divisions of Jesus Christ is calling you. To contact Dr. Danny and learn more about the ministry, visit drdanny.live. Now let's join Dr. Danny and experience the good life today. Danny Yamashiro here. Welcome to The Good Life, encouraging you with inspirational stories to share with family and friends through perspectives of hope in Jesus Christ. How does faith in Jesus make a difference to a man in the hotel brokerage business? What role does mentorship play? How vital are relationships and the importance of investing in relationships? Jay Snyder is our guest to share insights from his life, a story that involves complex transactions, the wisdom of God, and steady growth. We pause to remind you the reason we have the Good Life program. Well, my friend, it's to share how the love of Jesus makes a difference in the lives of people. I'm talking about the love of Jesus so strong that he died on the cross for your sins and mine. He was buried and rose again on the third day, offering God's hope. J.G. Snyder is the chairman and partner of Snyder Nationwide Real Estate Incorporated in Scottsdale, Arizona. In 1985, Jay joined with industry veteran hotel broker Orville W. Krieger to form Krieger and Snyder Nationwide Real Estate Incorporated. Upon Mr. Krieger's retirement in 2002, Jay formed Snyder Nationwide Real Estate Incorporated. Jay, Welcome to our show. Thanks for being with us. Thank you. What an appropriate introduction following Easter. Jay, indeed. Take us back. Tell us, where did you grow up? I was uh, born in Southern California during uh, World War II. My uh, uh, father uh, got a leave of absence to see me after I was born and then didn't see me until I was two and a half years old. Uh, after the uh, war, uh, he moved up with uh, his parents and family to Central California to the uh, Turlock Dinera area. Uh, I went through the fifth grade uh, there in the in that area. Uh, my mother, um, through a real unique accident that I had had, was in front of a doctor who recognized something on her throat and turned out to be thyroid cancer. My my grandfather and great grandfather were actually in Arizona prior to statehood. So with relatives here, my father decided, let's just go to Arizona for a year so uh, my mother could re- recover after the surgery and the, uh, uh, the blast uh, radiation that she had had and, uh, and then never left. And I recall driving in, seeing the sound sign, welcome to Phoenix population, 168,000. And of course, we're 6 million in the trading area now. <laughs> so from the sixth grade on, uh, then uh, here in the Phoenix area. Mm. You mentioned your father. You mentioned your mother, Jay, thyroid cancer. Who would you say influenced you most in your growing up years? Oh, my my dad, absolutely. And then my grandparents. Um, Danny, when you said we want to talk about legacy and heritage, I I really got excited to to do this with you because it's been a key part of my life. And then kind of reflecting back over the years, uh, my wife and I were were talking just uh, about a couple months ago. We go back 
to each of our grandparents, our great grandparents, which we never knew, uh, were 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 firm followers of Jesus Christ, and then my grandparents, which I did know, uh, both came from a strong faith background. Uh, my wife came along later in life. She never knew her grandparents, but we knew that they were believers. Her parents were believers, and my parents were very very. Um, committed believers. I always saw them involved in other people's lives. So when Diana and I got married, we didn't know it was an option not to do something. So we just went to the individual at, the, at our church and said, where can you plug us in? So just seeing that uh, is what influenced me uh, <clears throat> just an, an incredible amount. <clears throat> you know, my dad didn't give me a whole lot of rules or things like that, but boy, I just... Uh, I just, more than anything, I just wanted to please him, and more than that then, because that was my image of God in those early early years, uh, please uh, the hymn that's in heaven and our Father. Jay, when you think so, back, when you th- you talk about your dad and your grandparents mm-hmm. and your great-grandparents, talking about heritage and legacy, do you remember things that your dad would say to you when you were a boy or even a young man that you remember to this day? still think about? Oh, I do. And, uh, you know, my grandfather's uh, as well, just different discussions that we had. Uh, my dad modeled it. Um, you know, when uh, when some of the things that he would say, I just saw when, when we went to church, he was during the week what he claimed he was uh, uh, on the Sundays, attended church and so forth. Just uh, uh, his father set a great example for him. Uh, my father just sent a, a great example for us. He never had anything of the earthly uh, uh, treasures that you would would think of, but just could not have had a better uh, mother and father to uh, to build into our lives. And what's even a little more strange about this, Danny, is when we traced back, uh, we looked at my, my grandfather. He had uh, uh, my father and uh, another child. Uh, my mother, uh, she had a brother and a sister, yet only my father and my mother walked with the Lord. And we chased that down through the generations like that. Uh, when my wife and I uh, met and got married, we just wanted that legacy to pass on because of the heritage that we had had and observed. And it was just kind of a narrow thread coming down to our walk with Christ, which is the reason that we met in uh, college and fell in love and got married. I, I want you to share more about that. Uh, would you take us there? How did you meet your your wife? Oh, and absolutely. Uh-huh. How did sure. God lead in that way? Well, it's interesting. It's kind of a, a long story. It goes back to my my parents were involved at a church in Phoenix when we moved here. I started the sixth grade here. They immediately uh, got involved. They were working in the church. They were working in the youth groups and so forth. They were sponsoring the junior high group when I was in junior high, and then the high school when I was in high school. And uh, a gentleman by the name of Dr. Glenn Adams, uh, who had graduated from Azusa College, came to Phoenix as a youth and music pastor. And when uh, uh, he came here and saw what my parents were doing, he just said, would you just take care of the high school group? And he was working on his master's degree at uh, Arizona State University. He left at the end of that and went back to Azusa. And uh, when I graduated, I, uh, I, I didn't have the very best grades at all. And uh, I got to go to Azusa because of, uh, of uh, Glenn Adams. 
uh, I was uh, a freshman there and, and got through the, the first year uh, there. And the second year, um, my wife-to-be, uh, with her parents, drove through the campus. And at that time, it was only a, a school of about 250 students and very dilapidated buildings. And they drove in, and they were getting ready to drive off. They said, this probably isn't the place for our daughter to go. So uh, they were driving out. All of a sudden, uh, there was a knock on the window. And uh, they rolled down the window, and uh, it was Glenn Adams again. <laughs> so. He said, let me just show you around and tell you a little bit about the school. They were so impressed. They said, well, Diana, this is where you're going to go to college. So she did. So she came back that next year, and uh, I, we met on October 7th. And kind of the years of uh, a prayer from uh, our grandparents, our parents, for us to meet the right ones was manifested on October 7th. So we were engaged that Christmas and married the following uh, August. So definitely the Lord's hand and the, the answered prayer to that. Wow. So that's that's how we met, moved back to Phoenix and started our life together here. Glenn, and we're uh, coming up on 60 years of marriage uh, this years. August, so wow. we kind of think it's going to work out, Danny. Yes, yes. Amen, amen. Thank God for the knock on the window by, by Glenn Adams. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it, that that knock was totally orchestrated by by God in yes. uh, in the prayers of the parents that were passed down. So uh, we made it a point to do that. And uh, just following up on that, I was uh, with Dr. Dobson in 2012 when he was filming his next uh, film series. And he poked his finger in my chest. He says, are you praying regularly for those generations not yet born? And I had to confess, no, I'm not. And he says, well, you better start. Mm-hmm. And I started then at, uh, on a regular basis just praying for those. He is a product of that himself, but his, his uh, ancestors well before him praying for him. And he was the only one that didn't go into ministry, by the way. Uh, he went into uh, focus on the family, of course. That's a reminder. I mean, that, that, that speaks to me. I mean, in, in the busyness of life, doing the next thing, praying for the future generations. Mm-hmm. Thank you for that reminder. Someone listening today has uh, their ear perking up because of what you just what you've just said over the years I'd like to go into how your faith influenced your career you know in sales and marketing and even as a veteran hotel broker but let's do that when we come back from our break you're listening to J G Snyder he's the chairman and partner of Snyder Nationwide Real Estate Incorporated in Scottsdale, Arizona. He talks about Arizona. He talks about Azusa. He talks about a knock on the window by a man named Glenn Adams. Oh, it changed his life because it led to uh, Jay and Diana getting married 60 years now. Brokerhotel.com. Stay with us. We'll be back with more. Wandering the road of desperate life Aimlessly beneath the barren sky Leave it to me, I'll lead you home. James 3.13 says, Who is wise and understanding among you? Let him show it by his good life, by deeds done in the humility that comes from wisdom. The Good Life with Dr. Danny is brought to you by generous sponsors. Thank you to Coach Dino Babers and Mrs. Susan Babers, Mr. Edmund Jung and Mrs. May Jung, 
Mr. Rodney Arias Sr., A1A Electrician, Cedar Assembly of God, and the Thursday Men's Breakfast, Boston. If you, your business, or your church would like to support The Good Life with Dr. Danny, please visit drdanny.live. Join our partnership team. That's drdanny.live. Thank you. Listening to The Good Life with Dr. Danny, a program of Danny Yamashiro Ministries and Formation Institute. Divisions of Jesus Christ is calling you. Now let's join Dr. Danny and experience the good life today. In addition to Jay Snyder's involvement in real estate, he has an extensive background in sales and marketing, paving the way for the transition to brokering hotels and resorts throughout the United States. You're listening to the Good Life Program. Thanks for being with us. If you're tuning in right now, maybe caught the tail end of the last segment, you can get this program in its entirety as a gift. Just go to drdanny.live. It's uh, Spotify, Apple, iHeart, Apple, it's uh, Amazon. It's available on major platforms. And to find out more, go to brokerhotel.com. Find out more about Jay Snyder. Jay, what were the circumstances that led you to being in the hotel brokerage business? <laughs> now, that is a long story. Um, and I will tell you this kind of guardly. Um, everything that's happened to me, good in business, has happened as a result of ministry involvement. Now, if I would have gone into it, I firmly believe with that in mind, I don't think the Lord would have honored that. But... Um, I was involved in the early foundation of a ministry called Abundant Life with Larry Wright, who was a popular radio disc jockey who uh, uh, came to faith in Christ through his uh, wife become a believer first. Um, He jokingly said most men will lead their wives to the Lord. I drove mine. But when the Lord got got a hold of him, he was the example of Romans 12 of a transformed life. And uh, through a whole set of circumstances, um, uh, we were able to help him uh, form his ministry. And he had a saying that I will always remember, uh, and I'm the living proof of that, is God does not need or want our talent or our ability. He wants our availability. So that was been kind of the motto that we realized had taken place in our lives. Uh, I was uh, working at uh, J.C. Penney's in the management training program after we were married, and uh, uh, later uh, uh, went to work for my father, who was a manufacturer's representative for a couple of years. And then he encouraged me to venture off into uh, into my own, and I was fortunate enough to get on the ground floor of the home improvement building materials area, and uh, developed a, a whole series of warehouses where uh, we did a lot of warehousing of the products and for. Kmart when they were in their initial founding and so forth. And uh, uh, that was kind of coming to an end with the advent of some of the major retailers and things like that. Uh, Going back to uh, Dr. Glenn Adams, he uh, uh, invited me to go back to Azusa Pacific and uh, join their board of trustees, which I did uh, uh, for about eight years. Uh, I was there when they got their accreditation and the school really started to grow. 
Dr. Cornelius Haggard uh, was the president when uh, Diana and I attended there and then when I was on the board. Uh, he passed away uh, kind of unexpectedly and uh, brought in another president to the search committee that was from Anderson College. And he had a friend back in Anderson, Indiana, who uh, he brought on the board, and that was Orville Krieger, who was to become my partner uh, in uh, in the hotel brokerage. And uh, that's kind of how that uh, that all happened and how I got into that, because the other business was kind of uh, a growing dim. I uh, sold the warehousing operation to one individual and the rep agency to another and uh, started in partnership uh, with uh, Orb in the mid-1980s. Uh, then a little later, uh, after Orv had uh, retired in about four or five years, and uh, my son joined me uh, about uh, 22 years ago. So uh, that's how we got into this. Uh, we also have ownership in several hotels and as well as the brokerage. The ministry created a path for relationships that have gone so deep and well, in, in, in the business realm and a relationship realm so wide. Jay, thanks for sharing that. What lessons did you learn from Orville Krieger? I learned I learned quite a few lessons from Orv. He uh, he became a believer late in life and uh, bore a lot of guilt for not raising his children in uh, uh, in a Christian home, which I was able to help him with. Uh, uh, you know, children are born with a free will, and uh, you know the most perfect parents in the world were Adam and Eve. They walked and talked in the cool of the evening, direct with the Lord, and one kid killed the other. And so mm-hmm. those things kind of help. But the one thing, Orv was absolutely a brilliant strategist. Uh, he taught me how to be asking questions that was going to elicit a response that would maybe be three or four conversations downstream, and just to anticipate uh, those kinds of things. Uh, he was just the, the master at that, and uh, just learned so much from him uh, about that. And uh, uh, you know, we were able to, we shared a lot of each other's ministries. And that, by the way, Danny, that's what got us together. Um, uh, in the first place, he uh, he had uh, asked us to help, but he had, was one of the original donors to Chuck Colson's ministry when he formed Prison Fellowship. Uh, we were involved in some other ministries that uh, here in town that were basically uh, outreach to the unchurched uh, businessmen uh, and that sort of thing. And uh, he invited me to an event where Chuck Colson was going to speak, and um, I always identified him as a 65-year-old hyperactive kid. He just was full of life and fun mm. and excitement. And we're walking into the hotel. He said, I think you and I will sell this hotel and split the fee. So that's wow. how I got started. And so those first couple of years with him, I just listened and soaked it all in, and uh, and it kind of went from there. So it was all because of ministry that this all came about. And he told me when he asked me to join him, uh, he said, I'd, I'd like you to consider uh, selling your other business, getting out of it and coming in with me. He said, I want to retire in five years. He said, uh, uh, I'll make you a partner going in and uh, prayed about that for about six months before I did it. Uh, our uh, youngest uh, twin sons were uh, in high school at that time, and they didn't want to take on that amount of travel while they were still in the house. So it worked out just well when they graduated and then went off to college. Then that's when uh, uh, I jumped in full steam with Orv to learn all that. That's all because of ministry relations. He said uh, we share the same uh, goals, our same goals in stewardship and tithing. Uh, we made a commitment to each other that we were going to tithe right off of the top of our gross income. 
uh, during those years, and, and that's how we got together, and that's what I learned from Orv. We think back. I look at what you've done. I read about what you've done and what you're doing. I look at pictures, and I just see the, 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 the anyone who loves beauty will just be drawn in. And then you talk about ministry. You mentioned this quote that God does not need our talent or ability. He wants our availability. You've been available. The organization, your company, sold the first hotel to the Pritzker family, the Hyatt chain, and then sold Kemen's Wilson's Holiday Inns when they took Holiday Inn public. So going further or deeper, what did you learn from those experiences? Those that you just identified, Danny, Orb had done before I had joined up with him. Uh, and the thing that I, I really learned, it is about your contacts, how you treat people, uh, the honesty, the integrity uh, that goes with it. Uh, those were things I saw demonstrated in my father that carried over into this because uh, it's an industry that uh, sometimes will treat the truth fairly lightly. And uh, uh, we just uh, decided going into that, that we were going to operate our business on biblical principles. Uh, I've had clients tell me to go misrepresent something. And I said, I'm sorry, I can't do that, but I'll get the issue handled. And the Lord has always uh, enabled us to come up with things to uh, sometimes get those uh, get those done that way. So those foundational principles are just the non-negotiables of what we did and what, what I learned from my father uh, going into this that helped me when I got into business with Orv. When you get into those situations and you say the Lord gives you a way to work through how has the Lord spoken to you during those times? <laughs> That's a very interesting question uh, of how He speaks to us. Um, when uh, you know, when when uh, my son Mark, who is my partner in in the uh, ownership of the hotels and in in the the brokerage, uh, we go in really prayed up. Um, it's kind of like sharing our faith, uh, Danny. Those things that we're required to do. Um, uh, Barry McGuire wrote an incredible book, Ignite Your Life, uh, talks about sharing your faith. And I got into that, and I've given away so many of those. Uh, uh, there's just an excitement to doing that. And, and he makes the point in there that when we just start to open our mouth and talk, and we've asked the Holy Spirit to take over, uh, the Holy Spirit just speaks through that. Um, sometimes, like the verse in Romans, with grumbling's too deep for words. Um, and that there's no verbal that comes, but as you're thinking and you're considering and you're pondering, pondering uh, Mark and I do a lot of role playing before we go into a negotiation. Uh, we know how each other thinks so clearly that we can work as a team together because we know what each other's thinking and how to do that in advance. And I, I think the Lord just gives us those ideas when we trust Him and uh, and uh, and honor Him and try to honor Him through what we do. We've had a great opportunity <clears throat> to share our faith. We don't trade on that, but we do. Uh, where I'm able just to say things that, uh, that uh, as Barry would say, you just move them a little closer to Jesus. And that's, uh, that's kind of how he has spoken, just planted those thoughts in our mind as we uh, are working together. Yes, you're listening to Jay Snyder. He is credited with uh, many complicated transactions involving complex tax and legal issues, delicate family and ownership structures. When we come back from our break, 
more from Jay at brokerhotel.com. That's how you can find out more about him and what uh, what Jay and Mark are doing. His firm shifted to more resort-oriented hotels, along with more upscale hospitality properties. He pioneered the brokerage of non-branded boutique hotels and resorts, and we're privileged to share in this time with him. What an honor. Find out more at brokerhotel.com. More heart-to-heart with you, my friend. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Wandering the road of desperate life Namelessly beneath the barren sky Leave it to me, I'll lead you home Hi, this is Danny Yamashiro. In what way have you seen God work powerfully in your life? Do you have a story to share about God's provision and deliverance? Have you experienced God's healing? Do you have a testimony that will encourage others? 1 Thessalonians 5.11 says, Therefore, encourage one another and build each other up. I want to share your story on our radio podcast. Please visit drdanny.live and share your Jesus story by clicking on the link at the top left of the home page. If you'd like to share your testimony in the form of a letter, send your correspondence to Formation Institute, P.O. Box 381-222, Cambridge, Massachusetts, 02238. That's Formation Institute, P.O. Box 381-222, Cambridge, Massachusetts, 02238. Listening to The Good Life with Dr. Danny, a program of Danny Yamashiro Ministries and Formation Institute. Divisions of Jesus Christ is calling you. Now let's join Dr. Danny and experience the good life today. Uh, Jay Snyder at Snyder Nationwide Real Estate. Well, their commitment is to highly personalized service, taking those assignments that can be adequately handled at any one given time, resulted in a high percentage. Of closings for those he represents. Jay joins us today. Find out more at brokerhotel.com. Jay, how have you remained focused on your work for these four plus decades? It's interesting. I uh, I remain focused on the work because I I remain focused on the priorities. Um, again. Part of that legacy and heritage that uh, that my wife and I have both come from, uh, that is our primary focus: our relationship with Christ, with each other, uh, and then uh, our our just our, our focus on people. Um, you know, in 1995, uh, they gave me a 40% chance of surviving uh, two years with cancer. And, uh, you know, at that point in time, I just uh, was not afraid to die. I didn't want to die and leave because uh, I wanted to be there for the family. But, uh, you know, just so uh, uh, just so thankful for that spiritual heritage that I had that just allowed me to be able to uh, 
uh, to function through that. I never lost that priority. Uh, uh, I think if we let those things, uh, and it's an easy thing to do in this business because it's an awful lot of fun. You meet some wonderful people, and the financial reports can be, uh, you know, very, very significant in in what we do. But we always just get back to, uh, you know, our, our faith about a relationship to Christ and not our circumstances. And when you focus on that, it becomes a way of life. Uh, we had a, a situation in. Uh, uh, December uh, of uh, December 29th of 2004, uh, our son and his wife were uh, were expecting a child that they found out was going to be trisomy 18 and likely die in the birth canal. Uh, it was a male, and they would sometimes live uh, a few weeks. The longest was usually a couple years. Uh, it was a genetic defect that happens right at the point of of, uh, uh, of conception. And the thing that really made me think about all that is that uh, uh, Mark and his twin, twin brother Gordon, our daughter uh, Gwendy, all, by the way, involved in ministries the, of themselves and their own, uh, came to us and they said, would you consider buying a family burial plot because we'd like to have a place to take our children, our grandchildren, our great-grandchildren, and say, this is your spiritual heritage here. And of course, when they said that, Daddy, there wasn't even a question. Uh, we took it one step further than that, and uh, uh, we ordered a, a beautiful monument that we wanted to to do to uh, to remember that. And uh, we put that, that that inscription of Scripture, Deuteronomy six, the Old Testament Shema. Uh, this says that you'll love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your strength. And the words I'm commanding you today should be in your heart. To teach them diligently to your children. Talk of them when you sit in your house, when you walk by the way, when you lie down, and when you rise up. Uh, in other words, it was an all-inculcating way of life that our faith was to become. And uh, we never talk about that until we go to Joshua 2.10, and people tend to stop with that wonderful charge in Deuteronomy, uh, where it says, when all the generation had been gathered together to their fathers, another generation arose after them who did not know the Lord, nor the work that he had done for Israel. And we wanted to add that. That's what really kind of engendered the uh, that uh, priority in our lives of, of of making our relationship to Christ uh, uh, center and then to follow his leading, uh, bring people into uh, faith relationship with Christ through our lives, through our work, and the various things that, that that we do. So that's kind of how that all came about. There is a, a, a filtering, a processing, a reflective way as you describe uh, your family through some very challenging circumstances. That connects to, to us. That connects to people who are going through the rough-and-tumble world in which we live and how you've worked through I think this would be a good time to pray. Uh, Jay, would you pray? Sometimes we pray at the end of our, our, mm-hmm. our, our program, but someone right now who may be going through a difficult time, mm-hmm. would you pray for yeah. th- that dear person, but in view of the spiritual heritage and legacy that you speak mm-hmm. so deeply yeah. about? Please. Absolutely. Well, Father, we're just so thankful that we can we can bring these things to you, all of our cares, our burdens. You tell them just to cast on you because you do care for us. Uh, Lord, as we realize that our 
our our faith is about a relationship to you and not the circumstances we're going through. Uh, you made it very clear in scriptures that the rain falls on the just and the unjust alike. We also know that you will permit what you hate to achieve what you love. Uh, reflecting back just on the cancer, how people have come to Christ when they understand that you don't have to be afraid to die if you know who wrote the book, you know the last chapter, and you know where we're headed. Uh, Lord, that's just been played out through so many circumstances, through uh, uh, my uh, several forms of cancer. My wife's very critical illness for four years when uh, we were uh, young marrieds at the time, and uh, you've remained faithful, not because we're healed, but because of who you are, uh, because of what you did on the cross. And uh, Lord, as, as people see that, uh, I just pray for those out there that are hurting. There could be relationship problems. There could be uh, health issues. Just uh, there could be children issues, uh, drugs. Uh, we're in a time, Lord, when uh, uh, less and less people are uh, are in tune with you, following you, uh, attending church, are uh, are living out their faith in the marketplace and in their lives and in their their homes. I just pray for them. Uh, we've just come through Easter, Lord. We we talk about Good Friday, and people say. What's good about Friday when Christ was crucified? But what's good about Friday is he took all all the sins of those of us off of us, and he took those to the cross with him so he could arise on Easter Sunday. Lord, that's, that's what makes us different, because we have that blessed hope of the resurrection for those people that have a, a personal relationship with you. It's not just enough to know about you or to believe, but to take that and put it into the test tube of our life, and Lord, it just works. We thank you for that. Uh, Lord, there's so many people out there that uh, that that need you. Uh, it's not going to make all those problems go away, but it does give us a perspective and a way to deal with it. And thank you, Lord, we can bring these to you. Just uh, pray your special hand of love. Pray that people would just sense your, your, your kindness, your goodness to them, that you care about the smallest details of our life. And thank you, we can bring this to you. We ask in your son, Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Jay, thank you for your, your tenderness, your sensitivity, and your Christ-centeredness. Oh, what, a, what an example. What an example. Thank you, Danny. Thank you for what you do in bringing these stories to life. We've just been so blessed, just happy to uh, ha- happy to share, and uh, thank you for what you're doing for the kingdom. Now, go- going forward, going forward, when did the vision for pioneering the brokerage of non-branded luxury boutique hotels come? <laughs> I, I made a phone call, Danny. Uh, I heard of a property that was being transacted in another state, and I called to find out who was doing that. And the buyer, and the person actually told me who the buyer was. And um, uh, through a contact and a friend, we were working on a property down in the Keys of Florida. I wanted to know who that buyer was, so he told me, and I uh, I called that gentleman. And uh, we uh, we set up a meeting down there, and we just became really good friends. He only had one hotel at the time. Uh, he had two other under contract. And uh, uh, we sat down back there and kind of mapped out a little program. We wanted to have a, a main hotel in Orlando, and then uh, he had a large uh, boat and wanted to have some uh, uh, hotels around the water. And 
I, I flew back there not knowing any different. I drove every inch of uh, waterfront land from Jacksonville down through the Panhandle, and we closed a number of those transactions, and we just kind of drew together. Uh, interestingly enough that you bring that up, uh, he is starting to have uh, uh, some health issues, and uh, I got a text from him. I'm actually leaving right when we get done with this uh, uh, podcast, and I'm driving to have lunch with him in Palm Springs tomorrow. So that's how I got into it. The Lord just had those people in my life. I could not have planned, Danny, getting out of the rep business, getting into the hotel business, meeting the people I, I have met. Um, we just committed this to the Lord, and the Lord has directed our steps. <laughs> I wish I could take credit for it. I'm just not that smart. The Lord directing our steps. Well, no wonder he, he entrusts you with so much. Your priorities, your focus is, is clear. I think about uh, Matthew 6.33, you seek his kingdom, you seek his righteousness. And look at yeah. what has been added to you, Jay Snyder. When we come back, uh, let's talk about Mark and at what point, you know, the the trans. I know you talked about it early on the specific year, but let's go back to that. Uh, at what point did you and Mark decide to partner together in Snyder Nationwide Real Estate? So let's take a break. In our final segment, we'll talk about transitions. We'll talk about leadership. So much has to do with relationships, but you know. Dr. Glenn Adams knocked on a window of a car, and it made a difference for Diana and Jay Snyder decades ago. Jay Snyder gets on the phone. He makes a phone call, and uh, boutique hotels, non-branded luxury hotels, uh, it becomes a pioneering of the brokerage. That and more. Brokerhotel.com. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Wandering the road of desperate life, aimlessly beneath the barren sky leave it to me i lead you home hi this is danny yamashiro a woman in boston recently told me i listen to your program every day and was inspired by the man who became an nfl quarterback a person in orlando said i heard your podcast of the man who came to god during the jesus movement Another friend said, that pastor who gave one of his organs to a boy without ever meeting the child touched me about Jesus' love. The Good Life with Dr. Danny is made possible through financial partners. Would you consider sending a gift to keep our program going? Podcasts have been downloaded in 49 states and 35 nations in the last six months. Please help us expand our reach. Go to drdanny.live and click support this media ministry. That's drdanny.live and click support this media ministry. You're listening to The Good Life with Dr. Danny a program of Danny Yamashiro Ministries and Formation Institute. Divisions of Jesus Christ is calling you. Now let's join Dr. Danny and experience the good life today. Many of Snyder Nationwide Real Estate's transactions have been those where Jay has added value by creating a repositioning of the asset and 
finding the buyer who can best perform the transition to most fully maximize the value of the existing operation with its future earnings potential. Condé Nast Travel has recognized their hotels. Jay Snyder joins us. Jay, take us back a few years. I think it goes back a couple decades now. At what point did you and Mark decide to partner together in Snyder Nationwide Real Estate? Well, that was an interesting and a difficult uh, thing to do because uh, Mark's an identical twin. Uh, He had approached me wanting to do that, and uh, we're very cautious. My wife and I talked about it. I sought the counsel of other people that that knew all of us and our family well. Gordon is in residential real estate. He was president of the Scottsdale Association of uh, Realtors and has just excelled in residential. Um, Mark had 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 some experience working for uh, another company in the office uh, buildings and commercial real estate and uh, just wanted to to join me. So um, we prayed about six months about that and I talked to Gordon and I said, I I not only want your approval, but I want your blessing. if you uh, are okay with that, and and uh, and he did. Um, our daughter Gwendy is uh, she's the older uh, of the three children, and uh, uh, she's involved in Museum of the Bible, a lot of other ministries. Uh, Gordon's involved at the church. He's he's uh, the counselor of the family, uh, and uh, so with that, that's how we started. About I think it's 22 years ago now. Uh, Danny, he. Uh, we, he compliments me in very unique ways, as does Gordon. Uh, we we talk about a lot of these ministry things together and some of the situations in each other's business since we're all in real estate. And uh, and that's just been a real blessing uh, 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 to do that. And, uh, you know, I, Psalm 37, uh, 23 said that the, the steps of a man are established by the Lord when he delights in his way. I think when we are committed as a family, uh, husband, wife, three children, uh, the majority of the grandchildren, uh, he just establishes those, and then he delights in our ways. And then we also need to, you know, you mentioned, you brought up Glenn Adams a couple more times, uh, <laughs> you know, in Hebrews thirteen seven it says, remember your leaders, those who spoke to you the word of God, consider the outcome of their way of life and imitate their faith. And that's what we've wanted to do in our legacy. That's what we've wanted to do with our children and with our grandchildren. We're doing that now with our great-grandchildren. I look at the things that my father and mother built into our children, uh, the spiritual concepts that were there. All those things have resulted in working together in a business together. And uh, the Lord has just ordained uh, this to happen, and we were obedient to that. When you think about leadership... What can you share, seeing that you've been in the business for decades, your, your, your family, the family is in real estate in, in various ways and nuances. When it comes to leadership, any reflections? Yeah, I had that modeled to me, uh, Danny, uh, with my father and uh, with my grandfather, just how they humbled themselves before the Lord and then humbled themselves before people. There was no ego involved in their lives or their accomplishments. Um, uh, I learned a lot from that. Uh, We see these people that uh, 
uh, our natural born gifted leaders. Um, I had a relatively large organization one time in the rep business. That really wasn't my my giftedness. Um, through getting back to uh, this change, it, this, the, going into the brokerage has allowed me to become involved with a lot of ministries. Uh, I'm 79 years old now. Uh, retirement isn't in the Bible. I've uh, mm-hmm. been involved in uh, just through connections that we've had uh, in, uh, in three new ministries in the last few years. And uh, it, it's just those things that when you submit to the Father, He directs your plans. And that's where the leadership comes from, just following the model of, of uh, Jesus Christ and how He did it when He walked here on earth. He took those, those 12 disciples uh, in perfect in every way. Um, and uh, just uh, allow them to be used. And uh, I think if we just allow ourselves to be used, that that, that form of leadership, some have different gifts than others. Uh, my son Mark has totally different gifts in leadership than I do. Gordon, uh, in other leaderships, uh, uh, daughter Gwendy, she was the Arizona uh, Miss Teen, delightful personality, so totally sold out and committed to Jesus Christ that he just opens up these opportunities in ministry where uh, the various gifts that he is able to have can be played out. You observe that. you There's a recognition of it, but it's also a reception of the blessing, the blessing and the, the, the creative genius of the Lord, if I may even say it in that way, but God's Love marvelous it. way of, of doing that in people, imparting gifts, allowing gifts to... But not everyone has that affirmation. Not everyone experiences that kind of support. And some people might even feel a bit a bit stunted. They, they feel or they have a desire. They know that there are certain gifts, but they, they have not been affirmed or been given opportunities to develop in some of these areas. As... As we, we speak more broadly about leadership and life, from your perspective, how, how would you encourage, let's say, a mother or father, maybe a young parent or a young married couple, or someone in ministry mm-hmm. who is getting started? Is there something you feel the Lord put on your heart to share as an encouragement to them, maybe sure. maybe even a teen yeah. who's listening today. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, Danny, you cannot steer a parked car. Uh, you can't pilot a moored boat. <laughs> you have to get moving. Mm-hmm. And if you if you get moving and you just make yourself available, uh, the Lord will lead you into areas uh, that you wouldn't even fathom. I, the things that have happened in my life just by getting moving, uh, talking to people, uh, opening up, becoming available, what can we do uh, uh, to help you? Uh, I've, uh, I've watched Dr. Dobson, uh, how he handled his ministry, talking about a style of leadership. Um, I was fortunate to go on one of the Washington, D.C. briefings, uh, and he had access to all the different, uh, from the vice president to General Edward Meese to all the others. And that's what he said, how do you have this? He says, most people come back here demanding, here's what we want you to do. He went back and he said, here's who we are. Here's your audiences. What can we do to help you about these areas that are important to our, our faith? And it totally changed it. And I think that's a good model to follow 
uh, Lord, you uh, you direct uh, you direct our paths. You direct us in those relationships, uh, and He will open those doors for you to get involved. But you got to get involved. You got to be willing, and you got to be so committed uh, to your 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 wife, your your husband, your children, uh, but most importantly to Jesus Christ, because that's where those things happen. And that style of leadership of just being available. Where can I get plugged in? And the Lord just starts opening those doors. That's that's been my uh, source of uh, of you call it leadership, just availability. Uh, I think others. I was uh, I have a very good friend who uh, was a national sportscaster for many of the many different networks, and I was talking to him a little bit about this and and legacy. And he said, you know, he uh, played football in high school and he says was never a great athlete but every coach in high school said man you know the game better than anybody and he says you know why he says my dad was a coach and he talked to me about that so we just want to be coaches to our children that's our most important leadership is what we're doing in our family we want to be uh, a leadership to uh, our two sons and our daughter uh, to our nine grandchildren and their spouses to our uh, uh, great-grandchildren uh, we just that's the most important leadership thing we can do. And if we keep our eyes focused on Jesus and doing that, um, the, the details work out. There's such a clarity in the encouragement and a degree of affirmation as you share. I'd like to ask for another time of prayer, if, if you would, just a prayer of blessing over, as I said earlier, the parents, the young people, Someone later on in life, maybe someone who's lonely, going through a time, wondering what to do next uh, with, with the time that God has given them, or wisdom for resources and how to use the resources God has given. Just a, a general prayer. Would you please, Jay, a prayer of blessing oh, over our listeners? I would be honored to. Uh, Lord, we just come back to you again. Um, our parenting is just so difficult. Um, you know, these kids don't come with an instruction manual, and uh, uh, the Bible gives us a lot of directions. Uh, here are the parents uh, quoting Proverbs to train up a child in the way he should go, and when he's old, he won't depart from it. But those are promises. Those are probabilities. Uh, again, they're born with a free will, and there are parents out there right now who are having problems with uh, with their children. Uh, Lord, that is just so tough. I just pray especially for those single parents that are dealing with just insurmountable issues of uh, of making ends meet and providing. Uh, Lord, just be near to them. You are near to the broken heart. Uh, you give them encouragement. Um, uh, Lord, and, and just for the children growing up, if they would just make that the priority uh, to build that relationship with you, to grow in their knowledge of you. Um, you you help us to get through those. You're there with us. You tell us you won't leave us or uh, or forsake us. Uh, that doesn't mean we won't have problems. We go through very serious issues. Uh, people watch when we go through those. Uh, Lord, people have eyes on these parents. Uh, uh, Lord, just uh, pray that you would help them to remove those obstacles of whatever may be in their life, if it's sin issues or relationship issues, Lord, to just to be particularly there. We know people have lost loved ones. Dear friend right now who's losing a mother to pancreatic cancer, and the, the loss will be deep. 
Um, and those left here, they're the ones with the pain and the suffering. But, Lord, then we look forward to that resurrection if we have that relationship with you. As they do, we'll be together again, and we'll spend eternity with you there. Just be near to the brokenhearted. And we ask this in your name. Amen. 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 Jay, thank you. Thank you so much for sharing your, your heart and your life and the joy that we can feel even as you speak. Thank you so much. Oh, my honor and privilege, Danny. Thank you. Inspiration from Jay Snyder, BrokerHotel.com. My friend, God's timing is perfect. And look, there's no better time than right now to share the love of Jesus with someone near you. And if you haven't done so, look, this might be that perfect moment for you to open your heart to Christ. Would you do that? Go to drdanny.live for next steps. Find resources to reach family and friends. Subscribe on Apple, Spotify, and other major podcast platforms. Exodus 35, verse 31. And he has filled him with the Spirit of God, with wisdom, with understanding, with knowledge, and with all kinds of skills. It's always a blessing to be with you. Thank you to Jay Snyder, BrokerHotel.com. Until next time, along with my producer, Brian Torres, social media director, Luke Yamashiro, guest coordinator, Jan Yi, and board operator, Joseph Valdivieso. I'm Danny Yamashiro. Remember, the Lord is with you as you share the love of Jesus with someone today. Thank you for listening to today's broadcast of The Good Life with Dr. Danny. We hope that today's program has been a blessing for you and that you may find hope in hearing how God's Word affects people from all walks of life. The Good Life with Dr. Danny is a listener-supported program, and we'd like for you to prayerfully consider becoming a sponsor or donor. To contact Dr. Danny and learn more about the ministry, visit drdanny.live. That's drdanny.live. Be sure to tune in weekdays at 6 p.m. to hear The Good Life with Dr. Danny. Until next time, may God richly bless you with The Good Life.